morning. Welcome into another edition of the Matt Biamonte podcast. Uh, man, today on the podcast, I'm going to be talking about some of my favorite movies that were primarily solo acted. And the reason I bring this up is, well, I got to go back in time, but last weekend, and I'm recording this on July 18th in the morning. Last weekend here in Utah, um, I was able to go see Dude Perfect, a phenomenal YouTube channel, uh, perform a live show in Salt Lake City. And it was a lot of fun. Um, Dude Perfect is, they are one of a kind. I mean, you got to tip their cap to what they've built. They have over 50 million subscribers. If you've never seen them, highly recommend you go check them out. And I don't know how this connection came to be, but sometime after the show, you know, I, this, I feel like this happens and maybe married people can relate to this more than single people, but the weekend, cause that was on a Friday night and I'm like, oh, what are we doing the rest of the weekend? And like a lot of times you don't have a lot of plans and you're also tired at the end of the day. So like, okay, what are we going to watch? Do we scroll through Netflix? Do we scroll through Disney plus? And I don't know how this connection came to be, but I told my wife, I'm like, you know, I might be ready to rewatch The Martian. The Martian is a, a film made by Ridley Scott, it stars Matt Damon, it has a phenomenal cast, but Matt Damon is the lead actor. And, you know, I've seen this movie a handful of times and it, it just still holds up. And so. Saturday night, we watched The Martian. Great as always, incredibly rewatchable. It just has me wondering, like, what are the best solo acted movies? Now, The Martian is a bit of a stretch, I will admit, because there's a lot of time spent with the crew, Jessica Chastain and company, Sebastian Stan, uh, and I feel like Jeff Daniels. I mean, there's so many good so many good acting performances in The Martian, but a good chunk of it is just Matt Damon by himself. So it had me wondering, you know, what are the best primarily solo acted movies? So here's my list. I'm going to give you my top three honorable mentions. Uh, I Am Legend, Will Smith, uh, pretty solid, good kind of action slash horror flick. Um, not as good as the ones in my top three, but solid nonetheless. So honorable mention there. Another honorable mention, Life of Pi. Uh, that movie had a lot of buzz during the time and, you know, it's solid. So uh, not as good as my top three. Good morning. Good morning. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of a few more honorable mentions and other ones that I thought of but clearly didn't make the list buried Ryan Reynolds uh, there was a new Jake Gyllenhaal movie that came out this year on Netflix that was no good where he was like a 911 operator not not great so um, I'm sure I'm missing a few but here is my top three in third Gravity with Sandra Bullock. 
That movie just blew my mind at the time that it came out. It was a visual effects masterpiece, and Sandra Bullock was just outstanding. George Clooney was also very good, but that movie is primarily held down by Sandra Bullock, who puts on a legendary performance, in my opinion. And... I don't know, I just, I, I loved the story. I thought the pacing was great in that movie. It's And it's just incredibly rewatchable because of the way that it is made. It just feels so, and it's funny to say this with a space movie, because I've never been to space, and I guarantee none of the people listening to this have been to space. But it just feels like it's real. I, I don't know any other way to explain that, and there's obviously no... Uh, reality reference point on space but it just feels legit so I I don't feel like there's a moment in gravity where you feel like this is ridiculous which when you're trying to have a movie like gravity be serious and pull in the emotional beats that it's able to you have to like believe that this can be possible and you certainly believe that with gravity so gravity number three is just really good i'm actually surprised how many people in my uh you know work and friend group that haven't seen it it's uh it's very good so gravity number three number two the martian which i just referenced and Again, controversial that it's even here because it has an outstanding cast. I mentioned Jeff Daniels. I mentioned Jessica Chastain, Sebastian Stan. There's a Mara sister in this. I, I, can't, I can't remember if it's Kate. I think it's Kate Mara. But there is a... I mean, there's a big cast. However, what is the movie known for? Where does the movie really hit home? I think it's the scenes when Matt Damon is left alone on Mars. And he does such a phenomenal job. I mean, there's some really complex scenes in there that he has to solo act. Taking out the shrapnel from the wound, that could not have been easy. Uh, I loved the scene where there was the disappointment in the rover after his uh, base blew up because of the, the, the pressure was unstable so he just did an outstanding job it's just so rewatchable so I'm gonna I'm gonna say it is primarily solo acted look none of these movies are solo acted from start to finish I, I there might be one or two that I know of that are I think there's a Robert Redford movie where he's like on a boat I'm trying to remember what the name is but it uh, it didn't capture my attention I didn't I don't even think I finished that movie so but does the movie and its popularity, does it come down to the sole actor? I think The Martian does. So I'm gonna leave it in there at number two. And good ending, just The Martian is so good, it's really good. Number one, this should not come as a surprise. This is not controversial like The Martian is, and this movie is uh, universally beloved. 
come to my attention that the younger generation has not seen it, which is a, sh a shame. If I were to make a list of, I don't know, 50 movies that one human being has to see, I think this movie is on the list because it is so good. It's so incredibly well acted. And that movie is Castaway with Tom Hanks. No surprise, right? Castaway is on another level. You go and read the stories that exist out there on the way that they made it, I think adds to it. Good morning. I mean, they, they took a whole year off for Tom Hanks to lose weight and grow a beard before they filmed the island scenes. Amazing. Uh, I think that Robert Zemeckis made What Lies Beneath in between shooting Castaway. But Castaway is unbelievable. There's just, I was, I was talking with a coworker about this yesterday who hasn't seen it. There's four or five scenes in Castaway that if it's on the TV somewhere, you have to sit down and then finish the rest of the movie, wherever that starting point is. And here's the other thing too that's great about Castaway is you want to watch the whole thing. I, whenever I think about watching Castaway, I want to start it from the beginning. And you know, worst case scenario, you skip ahead to the plane crash, but then you finish it out. So, you know, scenes to me that just set it apart as the greatest solo acting job of its category. And it's a small category, but the scene where he's going through the packages is very good, where he kind of just realizes there's nothing here. That's gonna help me. A little foreshadowing too, but that was a great scene. The scene where he has to knock out the tooth and kind of de uh, develops the initial relationship with Wilson is up there. One of the most underrated scenes, I think, maybe in my lifetime of any movie I've seen is the scene where he's building the raft and realizes that there's not enough rope, there's not enough uh, material I'm, i can't remember i mean there was like vhs tape but there was also uh, some other material and from trees i, I mean I'm, I'm doing a horrible job here but where he kind of realizes what we need to finish the raft exists on the island but it's up on the top of this cliff where he tried to commit suicide and i just think it is so well acted his dialogue with wilson in that moment very good it really makes you feel the trepidation of the situation to get that rope based on the past obviously the scene getting out of uh, the, the bay the, the island I mean there's the infamous Wilson scene after the storm that's unbelievable and then also the scene when he gets home where and I don't want to hear anything about spoilers. Don't hit me up about spoilers. This movie's been out for over 20 years, for heaven's sakes. If you haven't seen it yet, that's a you problem. But the final scene with Helen Hunt, where it just kind of hits them like, this is what we always wanted, but we can't because of circumstance. That was really heartbreaking to watch. It was just so well done between those two. So Castaway number one, there's my top three recapping gravity three martian two 
Castaway 1. All three of those movies incredibly rewatchable. All three of them you need to watch if you haven't seen. And uh, there you go. So, oh, I forgot an honorable mention. This would have been number four if I was doing a top four. Do you see the train, Cooper? We just saw a train here on our walk. We see it every morning. It's phenomenal. Number four, though, uh, 127 Hours, James Franco. I really like that movie, but not as much as these other three. So there you go. And I, I'm not aware of any movies coming down the pike that are uh, going to sneak into this top three anytime soon. All right, well, thanks for listening to my little list here on movies and uh there's a really loud train here so we'll end the podcast there uh more sports to come on the podcast for sure but thanks for listening we'll see you next time